Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I love that all of my messy references are the things that I liked when I was 11 years old. Baseball cards, new bikes, and, and orange slices. And orange slices. Poor Messi. How did we lose to Saudi Arabia? Well, I mean, Arabia? listen, Saudi Arabia, they... I don't want to go out and pool play. I want to go to the knockout round, and you can't stop me. Mom, Saudi Arabia beat They're me. They're 4-3-4-1 that they played. Don't laugh, bro. This uh, is isn't that funny. Right? I just amount of numbers? I, no, I'm off by like three. <laughs> <laughs> or have three extra. Got me. I think three, four, three is a real one. They Eight, just showed 11. Saudi Arabia dancing around, throwing a party. Messi's yeah. probably pouting in the corner and taking his ball. Well, and going when home. I think of Saudi Arabia, I think of soccer. Yeah, the first thing that sure. I think of. Me too. That's now what, that's what they're known for. <laughs> every now. time, every time I hear Chris talk about your party on Saturday, I get a little yeah. up more upset. Would you be more or less upset if I told you that as of yesterday afternoon at around 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. I went into the backyard and I saw that the cooler was still kind of out by the back door. It's where I put it. Um, opened the cooler to see what was what was left. Ice still cold. filled with ice cold, ice cold beer and the ice was still two-thirds of the way up. That's it's a pretty good cooler, by the way. But, Berg, you shouldn't, feel, you shouldn't feel bad. I'll tell you why. Why? Because you were supposed to – you were going to go to the SC-UCLA game. Right. You weren't able to. So you no. had a reason that you yeah. couldn't go. No, my daughter's birthday. Daughter's birthday. Now, if, now if you... <laughs> That's the problem. Now, if you had nothing going on and you were bringing up to Travis on Friday, man, I don't know what I'm going to do for this SC-UCLA game. Damn, be nice to watch it with some friends and stuff like that with some Good coworkers. With <laughs> and he did that. <laughs> then that's a little bit more. Yeah. That's a little bit more. I think it's on there. at five on Fox. Good luck. This just tells me we have to catch Trav on a spontaneous night. You know, it has to come together organically. I am a I'm good. Gonna... I am a good spontaneous organic host. I can throw something we together. Can't be planning ahead good. till February. Eh, we we'll, just, we'll you know, see. Make we'll this see. happen. We'll it never happens if you plan ahead till February. I got a. Is it February or February? It's got two R's. Right, it's so February. February. Yeah. There's everybody, that that's superfluous R in the front. Nobody says it. It's February, right? But it's actually February. So you had five shots for your yes. coffee. Five oh. shots of espresso. Five shots that's, of espresso. Let's be yeah. specific. Five shots. You had five flying. coffees. Yeah, I had February five gins style. this so, morning. You know, sometimes around 11, 1130, that's yeah. my time. Let's go get that second coffee. I know we are having some issues with our coffee machine. Been down for a couple weeks. Been down. It was a two to four weeks concussion protocol. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the coffee machine's down. But then I saw some people come in, and it looked like they were ready to do some work. They're going to go fix the coffee machine. Got a little excited in our last break. I'm like, okay, well, I think they're gone. I think the coffee machine, I think we're back. I think we're back in service. The sink had all the equipment of the yeah, coffee stuff piled up. So I turned the corner before I even turned the corner because the coffee machine's kind of hits. It's hidden. All the stuff of this by the sink is gone. So I'm like, we're back in business. <laughs> I go to go grab a mug. I look over my shoulder. Look, coffee machine's gone. It's gone. <laughs> like, the whole there's coffee just a machine, hole in the wall the, where it used to be. There is the space now is the vending machine with the tuna sandwiches with the tuna sandwiches <laughs> and the chicken there, and cheese burrito. <laughs> 
and then next to it is all the snacks, right? The uh-huh. Doritos, or whatever is it there. And then where the coffee machine was is now just a full space. You can stand there. You can just, you can back in. <laughs> you know what there's room for is a pot space. of coffee. Just put a pot. Yeah, okay. I, look, Taylor, you and I are on the same page on this one. I, I am very grateful that the good folks here at GKB put the coffee's fancy good. coffee machine yeah. in there. And when it works, it's terrific. It's, it's good It's like coffee. one of those you go to like a car dealership or you get your car serviced yeah. and they're like, hey, go grab a cup of coffee. Make you a latte, a mocha, espresso, mm-hmm. whatever. It, it, it's a very fancy coffee machine. It's very nice. The problem is it's temperamental, shall we say. It uh, it doesn't work all that frequently. I just don't want them to hear us. That bun coffee pot that's been in existence since the... 1800s okay works every day has worked every day for centuries it, can we just get that the problem is that people don't clean those out enough it's fine but it's it's just coffee it's not like we're making food and it's fine Agreed. pour out the old make a new one we had a different coffee one that we just put the pot in yeah but that thing it would was get, fine it was okay but it made well, pretty well, lousy coffee but let's just say this from like a batting percentage if we're just going to use this the in bun our, is in tony sports, gwynn it gets a hit every time it does it's <laughs> not it's tony gwynn it's ted williams all right they're just consistently on base okay Career 300 hitter. This coffee machine is Bellinger. Gonna, okay, yes. is Bellinger. Yeah. The other coffee machine was a solid 265, 270 batter. I'm trying to think. It was respectable. Like a Mookie? No, no, it's not Mookie. It's um, Freddie. No, be, no, it's no, be a high no, no. That other one was no, because it wasn't a high. Corey it Justin Seager. Turner. It showed up. No, nah, we're getting warmer because it was there every day and yeah. it worked, but it wasn't very good. Very Chris Taylor. Often. Chris Taylor this season. This season. That's what yes. it was. Not Chris no, but Taylor. That's not, I feel like that's disrespectful you know to that is? coffee No, here's machine. what it is. I got it. Okay. <laughs> well, well I'm just saying Chris Taylor, they had, had moments where. I, it's Luis Rengifo. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the coffee pot that, that we had, the little pods one, because it wasn't like a Keurig, the fancy one. It wasn't one of those Nescafe, no. which are really, really yeah. nice. It was the Luis Rengifo of coffee pots. It was, it was there. You could get you a cup this of coffee. One is, What's this, one's, this one's Kimbrel. I have no idea. There's five out of seven times I go get a cup of coffee. I don't know if it's going to be there. Berg, you got a, I got a question for you. Yeah. Because you, have you ever seen Alan less interested in anything I do than when I do my messy voice? Oh, he totally checks out. I love the messy voice. I think it's my favorite of your voices. <laughs> It's so funny. Why I do you hate use, it so I much? I go use the restroom. <laughs> I, go, yeah, I know you do, but why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because there were times when we first started the show. Okay, mm-hmm. and the messy voice would come into play, and it wasn't like a messy sentence; it was like a messy segment. <laughs> <laughs> More messy, the better. But it, it has was, to be done at the right time. You lost today, Al. It, Today's the day. <laughs> You're completely right, and it. I, you're probably getting more people now that want it. And now than I got to play Mexico yep. and Poland, yep. and I'm not going to win any games. He would break down the NL West with that voice. Okay. He oh, that'd be go, great! What a he, fantastic Aaron segment. Jack shouldn't come to San Francisco. He should stay in New York <laughs> with the Bronx Bombers because that's where Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris and Babe Ruth played baseball. And then he'd go that's eight perfect. more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then that's when you combat him with your Bellinger voice. Mom, Mom, Ronaldo's leaving Man U. He gave a bad interview, and now he's leaving, and I want an interview with Pierce Morgan, and I won't come out of my room until you tell me that I can do it. So what? What's wrong with the coffee machines? Why would would he compare me to a coffee machine that doesn't produce? Because you don't produce. Uh, That's why. 
like I I have less interest in seeing him in San Francisco, by the way, which he may and that apparently the Giants have some interest in Bellinger. I don't think he should go there. I think he needs to go. I think he's gotta go out of the East Coast. Toronto. Go, go to an AL team. Tampa. Just just get away Other from League East. Get is, away from California. Nova get away, Scotia have a team. Get away from coverage. He's gotta play in a in a state where it's not legal, I think. Honestly. <laughs> Minnesota. Wisconsin. No, we're we're running out of spots to Texas. go. You, you, you really want Bellinger on the Twins. I'll take him. The, by that'd the way, be okay. that, that's, that's, that's okay. That's the spot. That's, that is, that's, that's kind of the spot. spot. But you see kind no, of what I'm, what I'm envisioning. Fielder, Put him somewhere where like nobody's really talking about him. Let him kind of get back to trying to figure things out without that spotlight all over him. In somewhere that would be happy to have him. Like the, 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 Buxton obviously is in center, and he's yeah. a really good player. But – Put him in le- put him in right field, you know, and or put Bellinger in right field. Bellinger can play anywhere. Mm-hmm. Who's your first baseman in, uh, with the Twins? Sano, right? No, Sano's gone now. Sano's gone. You need a first baseman. He's a very good first baseman. Yeah, but, but that, he's but he's but arguably the best center fielder in baseball. Trap, Don't you kind of move somewhere else around? What you just painted? Yeah, he's somewhere where nobody's talking about him. He can try to figure it out. So, problem with Bellinger, as bad as he was, he was also playing for a franchise that was unbelievable these last few years with all his mistakes or with his lack of bat or whatever you want to call it every day if you're going to talk baseball and you're going to talk about the Dodgers here's where he can, here, here's what it is the Dodgers ship has sailed you can't go play for the Yankees you can't go play for the Mets you can't no. go play for the Red Sox no. or the Cubs no, 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 or the no, Cardinals no, no, no. or the Braves mm-hmm. the rest of it is probably in play you could probably go play just about anywhere else look you know where it does not make or I should say makes a little bit of sense. I don't know if it's a perfect fit, but it's one of those, yeah, all right. Especially if it, the, the number's human. The Angels. Who knows? Now he'll probably hit a buck 12 with the Angels because gonna... Angels. Mm-hmm. But just a place like that where, look, if we get something great, if we don't, it's not the end of the world. He, he needs that environment. Yeah. We'll see if he gets it. Uh, what does the agent say? Six to seven teams in, uh, interested? Uh-huh. So if, we, if, what do we divide that? When an agent says that, you divide that by two. three? Yeah. 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 Okay. Because if there were six or seven teams, there'd be a bidding war and he'd mm-hmm. be signed. Right? Yeah. Not just, oh, there's so many teams, I don't even know where to go. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Like when somebody makes it, when your house goes on oh, the market. Oh, I'm so flustered. There's so many calls. Hey, we're putting our house up for sale. Here are seven offers over list price. I just don't know what to do. Yeah, you do. You take the one with the most. You keep it moving. Oh, man. So there's seven offers, but it's been on the market for 56 days. <laughs> just, just really, that's it. Just that's really it. try to make a decision. That's it right there. Berg, get your picks ready. Slee, get your picks ready. Taylor, get your picks ready. It's our NFL picks against the spread. Coming up next is Travis Slee, seven ten, ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so Greg, you're going to pick on Emily's behalf. So Emily's going to get whatever points you get, and you're going to get your own points. So this is going to kind of serve for a twofer. So she, uh, she's under the weather, so she's not able to pick, and we're doing it a couple of days early. So here we go. Points, Emily. Here's where here's the standings. Um, I still have the lead, but it's much smaller than it used to be. I have a 63-point total. Emily is next with 58. Al is third with 52. Taylor, you're no longer in last. You have 43. DeMarco Farr is in Has last one. with one. He's one. <laughs> one point. He's one. He played last one week, week, and he only he only got one point along the way. Now, I did uh, this with you once before, and I yeah. got zero. Yeah, that's right. So, so DeMarco's in second, or well, second worst. That's right. Hold on. <laughs> that was last year. That doesn't count I, anymore. Was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. All it wasn't right. this year. Well, we'll see. I'm going to add you to the running total. Here we go. Uh, we always start. Greg, you're going first, by the way. We start sure. with the Rams. Rams are on the road in Kansas City. They are getting nine and a half points. The Rams, by the way, largest point spread in the Sean McVay era that he's been on the wrong wow. side of. Who you got, Greg? So I think you got to go with KC here being at home. Stafford's on is on in concussion protocol again. You don't know what Bryce Perkins all about. And really that team is just not very good in general. And obviously Patrick Mahomes can put up a ton of points at home. Yeah, give me the give me KC with the 4. All right, KC with 4. I'm going second here. Um everything you just said is right. The Rams are playing really poorly. Their offensive line gets somehow, some way, gets worse every single week. Um, they'll probably be playing either a second or a third string backup, and nine and a half points doesn't seem like nearly enough. The Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Give me the Rams at one. <laughs> You're such a homer. You're such a homer. <laughs> the, I just want to take a step back. That setup was amazing. And I even was like, wow, he's finally taken the ring, another team. Um, Have you ever taken anything? But don't worry them? about who I've taken. <laughs> all, you, all you need to worry about is this name at the top of the list. He is on the top of the list, yeah. so can't do anything there. Yeah. Uh, three, Casey. Okay. That's three, like Casey. A, yeah. Taylor. Oh, man. Yeah, this is obvious to me. Casey, I have them at my three as well. You guys are lame. Just because they're the best team and the Rams might be. Look, the Texans are the worst team in the league. After that, I'm willing to listen to conversations. Because it's not definitely the Rams. There's the Raiders. There's the Broncos. But they're up there in the conversation. They're in the ballpark. They could certainly do it. All right. uh, I'm going first with the next one. USC and Notre Dame at the Coliseum. USC, six and a half point favorites. Told you guys this last week. USC has made me some points in this pool every single week. I'm going to ride it. They got it for me again last week. Give me USC all the way to top at number four. Mm. Taylor. I have USC winning this as well. Uh, number two for me. SC at two for Taylor. Slee. I think SC wins, but I think we got a game. Six and a half is a bigger spread than I thought it would be. Not confident about it. I'm going to go Notre Dame at one. Notre Dame, the Irish at one. Berg. With that USC defense, I think it's just too many points. It could very well be a three-point game. 
they, Notre Dame's going to score basically every position because SC's defense isn't that good. So I got Notre Dame with my two. All right, Notre Dame with two. There we go. Got a little split. So I'm going to give Emily Notre Dame at two for Bergman. Here's the thing I mentioned to you guys earlier. SC's defense is lousy, but they get turnovers. They get turnovers. They, yeah. they have a plus 20 differential. They have six games this season where they have had two or more turnovers. That's a big deal. You don't have to get stops if you're getting some takeaways, and I'm going to keep telling myself that until it, hey, it bucks me They're cashing the you in. Las Vegas on the road in Seattle against the Seahawks, the division leading, at least for the time being, until yeah. San Francisco gets uh, a few more games under their butt. Seahawks are favored by three and a half over the Raiders. Taylor. Okay, I'm picking the Vegas Raiders for no reason other than having Greg behind me today. So <laughs> put them at one. The Vegas Raiders at one. Al. All right, so this is um, probably way too aggressive, but the Raiders have not shown me anything to have faith in the Raiders. Seattle's coming off a loss to Tampa. They need the W. I'm going to go four on this one. I don't think three and a half is enough. I'm going Seattle. Seattle all the way at the top. Berg. So because I'm not going just for myself, it's for Emily too. I have to be honest about it. And I took Seattle with the three. Okay, Seattle at Move the on. three. Uh, let me put that down in both spots. So here's the thing. The Raiders might be the second worst team in the league. The Raiders do not win last week if, I don't know, somebody on the Balt- or the uh, Denver Broncos decides to cover Devontae Adams. Hey, well, who, it's just overtime. Who, who leads the league in touchdowns? Oh, Devontae Adams. Should we cover him? Nah. Just just, just let him run free down the field in overtime. The Raiders should have lost that game. Russell Wilson should have never thrown the ball away. They botched their timeout situation. They botched the clock management. The Raiders are a legitimately bad team. Give me Seattle at three as well. The last one, Slee, you go first. The Los Angeles Chargers. Is it my favorite is? At the Arizona. My favorite. What would you write there? Oh, yeah. Yes. I, so that, that I do on purpose. Because if I put two LAs, it's too confusing. Oh, so I write down confused. San Diego. Put SD on there. San Diego at Arizona. Uh, Arizona is a road dog, or excuse me, a home dog. dog. Home dog. Arizona getting two and a half. It's actually kind of a tough game. I- I'm going to give the Chargers the benefit of doubt. This they they're such a weird team. Bad teams they don't play well. Good teams they play well but they still end up losing those games. I think the Chargers, I'm going to take the Chargers with those with my number two. All right, Chargers at number two, and we got, uh, who's next here? It is Berg. So there's one team in all of sports, I don't care what it is, that I will always, always go against. I'm going against the Chargers. They are one of those teams that just can't figure out who they are. They lose games they should win. They win games they shouldn't. So... I'm going with Arizona with my one. Arizona at one. Taylor. I have the Chargers bouncing back uh, after Ooh. losing to the Chiefs. Um, got them at my four. Pretty oh. confident. You got Arizona at the four or the Chargers? No, Chargers. I, okay, Chargers Bounce. at the four. Um, I got to take the Chargers. I don't want to. The only team Arizona's even looked even moderately good against has been the Rams, and everybody has looked pretty good against the Rams so far. So, uh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna do that. We're going to put the Chargers in the number two spot. Taylor, good luck. Berg, good luck. And Slee, there you still are sitting on just a half a win so far this season. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's how I measure my success, you know, two and a half wins. Season ain't over, guys. No. We got plenty of time left. You could be the Phillies. Just get in and get hot at the right time. But and even you're off the and regular running. season, I just need a week where I get four or five points on you. That's the problem is I just keep 
if I get four or five points, I'm within striking distance. Oh yeah. Right now I'm we, sitting we, at I we've think We've been 11 the same back. like two of the last three weeks. We've been exactly the same. I know. Yeah. Well, it, we, all, we all go back here. to zero at the beginning of the season. Let's talk a little bit about SC because at the beginning of the year. You mm-hmm. can make the case that this was a transitional year for the program, yeah. right? That you got the new coach, you've, got, you've used the portal, you're bringing in a bunch of new players. But it's going to take time. It's going to take a little time. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't. <laughs> They've been really good since the opening week. They had one one-point loss on the road against a pretty good Utah team that went for it at the end and got it done. Um, they just beat their rival in UCLA, and now they're positioned to, if they can beat Notre Dame and Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game, you never, never say for sure, but very, very likely they're into the Final Four. That's the path, and if that does happen, Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman Trophy. That, that feels like a foregone conclusion. What could also happen is you could lose one or both of these remaining two games. You've got good opponents in both of those. Caleb Williams' Heisman Trophy goes out the window. Mm -hmm. You don't go to the Final Four. You don't go to the Rose Bowl. You end up in a second-tier Pac-12-affiliated bowl game, and now you're a three-loss team or a two-loss team playing on December 28th. What exactly did you get accomplished here? It's the perfect season, or, yeah, that was better than we had last year, but boy, oh boy, was that an unbelievable letdown considering how close we got. Damn. Those... The fact that you only have two games left, right? And either one of those scenarios can play out, and both of those, the emotions are so much different. If you're an SC fan and you're trying to equate whether this was a good season or not, let let me let me. The reason why I think when they beat UCLA, and you and I talked about, it, we didn't think they were going to run the table. UCLA, Notre Dame, and the Pac-12 championship was going to be Oregon. You got UCLA out of the way. Close game came down to. You know, DTR doesn't throw a pick in that final they drive. Could have went to overtime. Sure. Whatever should happens, have lost that game. probably. You know, you're not wrong. They probably should have. But this is just so common in sports. Good teams find a way to win at the end. SC found a way to win at the end. Notre Dame has won five games in a row. People are not talking about Notre Dame, and I understand why they started off so bad. If you remember, three. So they lost to Ohio State. They lost to Marshall. I know the game you're talking about. They ended up beating Cal in that third game. Oh, they Remember lost it was to like, Stanford in the fourth game? Exactly, something yeah, okay. like that. But they lost to Stanford a little bit later on. Since then, they've won five in a row. They took down a ranked Syracuse team. They took down, at the time, number four Clemson. Yep. Okay. That's a great win, by the way. That's a really, that's a really, really good win. Yes. Okay, so I just set that up because it's not like they got a layup at the end of the season and they're just thinking – if you start thinking about Oregon and you got Notre Dame this weekend, you can easily lose to Notre Dame. Plus, it's a rivalry game. Plus, you know, there's always just there's great uh, history between the two sure. schools, two universities. But if you get past them, <laughs> and now you're staring at the Pac-12 championship in your first year as the head coach of USC. Do you remember when Lincoln Riley did his? He had uh, they did it at the Coliseum, and he did his presser. Yep, right. Mike Bone, um, I forget the president of USC, Carol. I forget her name. Folt, I believe. Okay, she part of the int- introduces as well. And I remember him sitting there and basically saying things like, "Oh no, it's back." Like, relax for a second. Like you haven't <laughs> done anything. Oh no, no, it's back. This place is going to be filled. The energy at this place is going to be something else. And he was so confident about what he was going to do overnight. 
And it's like, all right, I don't know. You Are you overselling this thing? He's lived up to expectations. SC has lived up to expectations. The only thing you can't have at this point, like you just mentioned, if you lose both of these games and then you end I'll up – I'll make a judgment, obviously. I, you're, you're right. The, the worst-case scenario is you beat Notre Dame and lose to Oregon because now you're one away. Right now, you're two away. Right, if you if you lose to Notre Dame, it's the the championship at least is the national championship, the Final Four. It's out the window, but you can still go to the Rose Bowl. You still got a chance to go to the Rose Bowl, beat Notre Dame, or excuse me, Oregon. You got a chance. The worst possible scenario is beat Notre Dame, got a chance at the Final Four, still have a chance, even if something weird happens like LSU beats uh, sure, sure. Georgia. Yep, you still have the Rose Bowl right there in front of you. And then you stub your toe against the Ducks. That's the worst. And and by the way, if you lose either one of those two games, Caleb Williams doesn't win the Heisman Trophy either. Mm. Probably give it to C.J. Stroud. You know, we, we can argue whether they should or not, but that's probably the way that this thing goes. And it's you've, we've spent three and a half months getting to this point, and everything that you could have possibly wanted is still on the plate. Mm. And it could end up being where it's the most unsatisfying conclusion to a pretty good season that you could possibly imagine. I think that's why, Berg, you were making that point earlier, is I get what the expectations were. I get that this takes a second. It's not common to just go from irrelevant to all of a sudden you're one of the top five teams in college football. That's where I, I, I see his point where, Berg, when you were saying earlier, you were talking about, I'm not telling you what the expectations should have been, this, that. But you're here, and you're now two wins away from getting to the college football championship. I get your point about that is if you don't get there at this point after you've accomplished everything that you did, but these could arguably be the two toughest games they've had all season long. Sure, they probably are. Probably, but you kind of made my point for me when you were talking about how he was at his press conference with Carol Full and he was saying how he's going to turn around right away. And now but he he's has. Doing that. Exactly. <laughs> well, he's doing that, so now if you're upset that – I mean, he's going to be upset if he doesn't make it further. Where he is right now is right on the precipice of getting into a college football playoff that Clay Helton could never get to, that USC wasn't able to get to. So now you're right there. You're on the precipice of getting there, and you have the chance. You have to control your own destiny. Yeah, you don't need somebody else. It might not matter what happens to anybody else. No, if you win these two games, most likely you get in. I mean, The only way you LSU, don't get in with your by, by your own... You win both. Who gets? Who, it, let's say you win both. If you win both and Georgia wins, you're in. If you win both and LSU beats Georgia, you might still get. So the then shaft. there say, might be a little bit yeah. of a. So then yeah. you'd get LSU, Georgia. Let's say Ohio State say, or Michigan. One of those TCU. teams in TCU. Yeah, but I think like, that look, you can't here. control. So I so, mean, because TCU, because TCU is undefeated, that most likely, but they're the Big Twelve. There's an argument to be made if you if USC wins. I agree. You can still put them in over TCU. I, I think that there's an argument there, and let's say that LSU does not win. There's a scenario where SC goes from outside the Final Four to not number four, but to rather number three, and then that changes everything. Plus, does this feel like it used to feel? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. You know what I was thinking about, Al? That the story that I was telling you guys at the beginning of the show, how- the coffee machine? Uh, not that one. Um, when we went and had dinner with some friends last night, and, and I had a super good time, but Susan does what she does, and she lingers and like way past the time, and it's time to go. And Okay, guys, we're going to go put our pajamas on. Sounds good. Let me open up another bottle of wine. Everybody else at the party is like, like it's, it's, it's time to shut this thing down, and she's just ready to get it started. And I started, started thinking like, you know, I, maybe if I flip the script, like turn the tables on it, you know, like I'm just, I'm going to settle in. I am not going to leave. I'm going to be the very last person. I'm going to wait as long as I possibly can for her. And I just realized it wouldn't work. It would, the, the light bulb would never go off like, hey, Trav, we've been here a long time. It's we should 2.45 in the morning. Like, this is the best party we've ever been to. It's amazing. She, she, she wouldn't want to leave. Don't, I don't think you have that because you're not a... Oh, I go to sleep at one a.m. or something. No, you're you go to you go to bed relatively early. So the fact that I think you're just playing into her world. She's a night person, right? More so than me, for sure. So, but it's like even let's say it was a lunch, right? Like you went to, out to lunch with friends at noon, and it got to be four o'clock, and I'm just sitting there with my legs crossed, saying, "You know what? Bring me another Coors Light." She yeah, went, she's this, this is awesome. Yeah, I'll take a glass of wine too. You guys want to order a second lunch? We've been here for a while. Such a long night. Take her to a 15 inning baseball game. She, that's she'd love thing. that too. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. There is no point in the, where she's done with the night. You know when restaurants close in between lunch and dinner. <laughs> she'd offer to so do the dishes. I was just gonna say, you know, they're saying like, okay, guys, um, we are back open at 5:30. And she's like, well, we'll stick around. No problem. She, <laughs> Can we see the dinner menu? <laughs> In the meantime, can I see the dinner menu? And can you just leave a little bread on the table? She's the best. She's the best. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, we couldn't see the score. Uh, Berg and I were yelling. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's 4-1, though. Yeah, but it's not about the actual score of the game. When you what's, look at it. what's They scored two goals in the time I went to the bathroom? Yes. How did that happen? One of them was a header. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it was, too. Well, okay, here's the it's issue. Either a header or a footer. It's not like he threw it in. <laughs> well, that's illegal. <laughs> But it's but it's the the score bug. It's the beautiful game. It's actually uh, okay. Do you see what we're saying here with the score? Yeah. What's the th why that thing in the middle? It's throwing me off. It kind of takes like away the X. one. I believe it's the I, logo. I think it's the it's logo small. of the tournament. Dash yeah, like all these tournaments have logos. Oh, that logo in the upper bottom left hand corner or something. You're the sock. You're the one dropping Zidane knowledge. I was I was I was wrong. He was uh, manager for Real Madrid. By the way, Greg, that 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 uh, the story you sent about Ronaldo, yeah, he he's a Man U, right? Or yep. was he gave an interview with Pierce Morgan in the UK, and apparently he was critical of the team. And a couple of days later, like, yeah, we're done. We're 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 agreeing to mutually part ways. Are the rules that different over there? Where just a little criticism sounds a little sensitive leave? for yeah. the uh, for the franchise. So nice, and apparently the uh, the owners of Man U is trying to sell too. 
So now that man, you is all up and going yeah. crazy right now. You're losing you're losing the team itself, losing your best player. Like imagine if if I don't if LeBron's like you know this team isn't really coming together the way that I thought it would. And management kind of hasn't really put together the squad that I was hoping it's for. Like you're out, you're, he, you're he out. Did. It's like wait, what? He's awesome. He did on the shop. He oh, kind of did on the shop. No, kind of did because he kinda, he's LeBron. And right, that's he's like, what no, he always yeah, does. I mean, when he got the picks, you know, it does. But what he's saying is, imagine if <laughs> that happened in the franchise. Like he's out of here. It's like that's not how it no, works. You don't guys. tell us that we are not doing what you thought. You're, you're damn. But why shouldn't it? Shouldn't it? I mean, if it, if you're done with a player, you should be like, okay. Just because you are who you are, this is the biggest player in the history of sports. Maybe not history, but the, the biggest player in sports, period, in the world. He has five hundred over five hundred million I don't, I don't, Instagram followers. I don't know enough. I don't know enough about where he is in his career. But I'd imagine if he was in his absolute prime, and there's five more years of Ronaldo, I, I he's probably not going. I guarantee. Here's the yes. I don't know where he is in his career. There, other than he's other than he's not in his prime. Yeah, because then he wouldn't be down the road. No, then they would say, well, we need to do a better job the, with our decisions. The difference is LeBron, or if this were Giannis. Right, sure. if he were in the Giannis portion of his career, yep. you're you say, you know what, you're right. We probably haven't done as good a job. Let's talk about this. Let's figure out a way to do it. Uh, let's go back to SC very quickly. Um, Caleb Williams was at Oklahoma last year. Jordan Addison was at Pitt. Travis Dye was at Oregon. Not only at Oregon, but was one of the great players in Oregon's college football history. Spent four years there. Um, Lincoln Riley was the head coach at Oklahoma a year ago. And not that anybody's doing anything untoward or illicit, but does it not just feel this much different now, just a little bit? And SC fans probably feel no, but that you just put together for lack, it's like a free agent all-star team. Yeah, It doesn't feel like it felt with Pete Carroll or with John Robinson or those guys. It feels more store-bought, like, hey, I want a really good, this. I'm just going to go buy it as opposed to build it. You don't have to say, I don't think you have to, oh, it feels this much. No, it's different. It is different. Like there, there's something going on with college football that is different. This is not the way it was, or if it was done in the past, I don't think it's the first time that you got people coming over picking a school sure. based off of whatever it is, right? Academics. But this is, this, yeah, exactly. that's what it is. Exactly. Did you have you not seen the theater program at USC? It's fantastic. It's that's why he's there. Um, I I think that. You haven't been looking at their chemistry department. They are coming up with some innovations that you just wouldn't believe. They're scuba diving class. The, the college football landscape in general is completely different. I mentioned this to you, I think, on Monday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I was trying to mention, I'm like, man, college football in L.A. is going to change significantly once USC and UCLA leave. Okay? SC. But even UCLA, and I'll tell you why UCLA. Because when Ohio State is number three in the country and they're coming out to the Rose Bowl, that's a pretty cool event for Los Angeles. You you might not have UCLA. UCLA could be unranked, but the fact that that type of program is walking to LA and they're going to be at the Rose Bowl, I would go to a game like that just you to see would. some good college football. You, you would, but I don't know if, like, for instance, I, I think that the way you need to look at it is not so much because it's in your backyard that we'd go see it. If. Ohio State is coming to play Cal on a Saturday afternoon, and it's on. T- Do you care? Not really. And UCLA and Cal are UCLA is a little bit better than Cal, but it's not. Their their football programs are just kind of they have one. It's there. 
but there's not a, a rabid base of UCLA football fans in the city. They just don't exist. I mean, that's I that's a little bit overblown to say they don't exist. There is a, a very large fan base of UCLA football. But does, uh, wait, we, does isn't this we the expect exact, to lose? Isn't this the exact <laughs> same the thing? But isn't this the exact same thing as the Yankees are coming to town? Okay, let's say it's even the Yankees and the Angels. It's a big deal for for. For that base, it's a big deal for people who are in Anaheim and saying, wow, the Yankees are coming to town. Now, I think you'll get the people the people that come to watch the Yankees are people from New York that have been Yankee fans. If there's a, a hidden supply of Ohio State Buckeye fans here, then sure, but, but I don't but think it's, there it's, are. It's not that. It's You'll also have Angel fans that are going to go out because the Yankees are in town. That's why when they sell, you know, like when they sell those ticket packages, they don't, they try to avoid the big teams because like those, those games are going to sell anyways. Uh, yeah, but if you go to like, to use your example, you go to an Angel game against the Yankees, it's 70% uh, Yankee fans. They're, but 10% more Angel fans <laughs> because they're playing the Yankees. Perhaps. That could definitely be true. It, it does feel weird, though. It is different. But it, that, that, all I was saying is that the college football landscape is changing. Now you have – there's going to be powerhouse leagues, real powerhouse leagues where – SC is playing with Penn State and Michigan and Ohio State, and if Wisconsin's any good, the SEC doing what they're doing, it's it's completely changed. See, this is why I love the Travis Lee community. Eddie Carrillo just tweeted at us. It says, guys, just to make it clear how far Ronaldo has fallen, the rumors are he's coming to MLS. Mm. So from Man U to MLS, that's, uh, that's different. That's like going from the Yankees to go play in Japan. Taiwan, something you know, not like Dwight but, Howard in Taiwan. Yeah, I mean it, it's a professional league and it's good, but it's not the league the way that uh, the EPL is. Well, I did not know that, so thank you for that information. You're the you should you should become like you should get a British accent. Yep, you should just become you should call this, it football. This shows you how little we both <laughs> know is because I said Zidane managed the wrong team by the way i said the wrong team it was real madrid and now you look at me as oh you you got a soccer question go to yeah, you're the guy it's way off you're the guy i do will australia come back from three goals down in the 82nd minute of course not i picked france <laughs> no france is taking Henri. care of business they're gonna be the first team ever to win the world cup and then come back and make the knockout wait round wait wait, wait. let's Maybe should we true. correct that stat sure we can it's it's European teams, and it's not in the last like 16 years or something like that. So, so, I was, so it, was it was wrong. wrong. Twice? Listen, no, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> it's hap- it has happened before. But, Berg, this is the best part is yeah. when I walked in, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You know, the whole France thing. You're like, yeah, I think that was wrong. <laughs> did they win? I don't like, the, I don't did like they being win wrong. the 2018 World Cup? No, no, France did absolutely win. They but did win but the team that won the ne- the prior year, they some teams Canada. have gotten out of the group stage. Like, <laughs> Brazil won twice in a row. So. They had to have gotten out of the group stage after. Yeah, that makes that would be hard to win it. Yeah, so just not. don't listen to my stats. <laughs> if you don't I'm like it's about not, soccer. It's not don't listen to your stats. Don't listen to your soccer stats. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You don't like it's fine. Your soccer stats. Sometimes you shouldn't listen to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> guy, it, well, when I went in there, he's like, "No, I think that was wrong." Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, at least I owned up to it. <laughs> well, that's fine. It's fine. Look, if you're going to be, and I like that you were wrong, like twice wrong. I yeah. really like the double wrong. In one thing, the dog. You have a problem? Turn off your station. It's one of my favorites. It's the best. It's one of my favorites. He's not even. All right, Mike. Was there a camera on him? Because oh, he never yeah. looked into the camera, oh, right? Man, he's yeah. just kind of looking around like you want to freaking go. Like he was having a bad day. Just yeah, leave him alone. He's, he's come around. He's doing a lot better. You should now. play that for the dude who's shaving and not cleaning up his stuff in the bathroom. 
No, he's going to. I got some plans for him. Taylor's going to send the note. Hey, Dave, would you mind cleaning your whiskers out of the sink? If you don't like it, clean your own bathroom. You know what Greg would do? Greg would hide in the closet when he's sleeping and then scare the hell out <laughs> yeah, of him. Absolutely. And he'd get beaten to a pulp. No, see, that's not going to happen. I'm a big, strong man. <laughs> Dave, if he's bigger than Taylor and got 100 pounds, I don't think you want Dave's smoke at this point. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greg, I don't know if you should feel really good about this or Taylor and I and Emily should feel really bad about this. I mean, it's probably the latter. Um, I, I think so. So, Taylor, did you notice anything unusual that happened during that last uh, commercial break that we had right there? Not at all. No? We all, I don't know, we were all talking in here. Oh, well, shoot, not we all of us. do something. Not all of us. What happened? <laughs> So usually one of three things happens when we go to break, yeah. right? You, you or I will go get a cup of coffee or a glass of water, use the men's room. That's one. Number two is we'll both sit in here and kind of sometimes we'll chit-chat. Sometimes we'll just kind of catch our breath. Yep. And those are the, really the two options. This time you got up, went into the other room, and left me by myself to chat with Taylor and Greg. Pretty good conversation, too. <laughs> we, were, we were covering a lot of different things. Don't know Sat who should be most there. offended by this. Well, you listen, you're doing your, you got Sweet James going on. You're a busy man. Yeah, it's only a minute or so. You're a busy man. <laughs> I don't do that very often. On my birthday, no less. How rude. <laughs> you left him on his birthday. I mean, I feel How great rude. that you came in to come talk to we me had a good conversation. I don't think I've ever seen that, where he just gets a point, sat down in the chair over there, okay. crossed his legs, Here's relaxed. What, you're <laughs> bringing it out of people, Trav. I don't know what you want me to say. Here is... Um, <laughs> Sacramento Kings play Memphis tonight. Yeah, we had to talk about and that. And Ja Morant is questionable for tonight. So I went in Seven there. Seven in a row? So I went in there and I said, hey, that's a good game coming up. <laughs> and guess who watched Pepsi Where's My Jet? Oh, did you watch it, Taylor? He's three, a, episodes, yeah, three episodes in. I'm three in. episodes in. We got one left to go. You're completely blind to this, I don't right? even know what this is. Okay. Sounds good. So do you remember back Where's in the day, jet? back in the day, Pepsi used to do a promotion where for every Pepsi that you bought, you got points. And you could cash in those points for like a Pepsi t-shirt. Sunglasses. Pepsi sunglasses. Leather jacket. Does oh, yeah, that, that ring a bell at all? Kind of. Was it's, it like it's, in the 90s? It's, Same thing that Marlboro used to do with their Marlboro yes. points. Uh, uh, I smoked so many music. cigarettes in Definitely the 80s the trying points. to get... I got a Camaro. <laughs> During the Cola Wars. <laughs> okay, so one of, the, one of the commercials... This is what this whole documentary is on. Four episodes on Netflix. One of the, one of the commercials, at the end, it said... It has a dude basically in a Harrier uh, jet. Yeah. Okay. And he's probably 21 years old or something like that. And he lands and he says, um, Beats taking the bus. 
And it says at the bottom, 700,000 Pepsi points for a Harrier jet. So there's a 21-year-old dude. 21 at the time. 21 at the time. That's like, wait a minute. Is that a real is that a real thing? Can I get a Harrier jet if I get 700,000 points? So he finds loophole after loophole, takes it to an attorney. There's no... Um, disclaimer. There's no disclaimer, but there was a disclaimer in Canada, right? On, yeah. On the, the same commercial in Canada had a disclaimer. So he's going toe-to-toe, and now all of a sudden, he's got Pepsi attorney's attention. Wait a minute, guys. Tell me this is not real. Did we do this? Did we do that? So he's hiring attorneys, all this stuff. So this is four episodes. We got one episode left of this guy not trying to get money and trying to get cashed out, trying to get a Harrier jet, he wants telling Pepsi, I want what you promised in that ad. Well, the jets were $35 million. 32. <laughs> yeah. 32 mil. <laughs> well, yeah, I want the jet too. You should. Kind of interesting. They're legal to own if it doesn't have the weaponry on it. Yep. Where do you leave it? You just kind of park it in your front yard? I would, that's at your neighbors the across the street at your neighbors where the storage stuff was? It's against the HOA. You can't put your Harrier in my front. Maybe in your backyard. It, it, the, the Harrier's the one that goes straight up and down, right? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe and you can just put it in the backyard. Back too, yep. yeah. Backwards? It goes backwards? Yeah, it does. Yeah. What's what? it called? Where's my Pepsi? What, my, where's my jet? Pepsi. Pepsi, where's, where's my, my jet? I'll oh, check that out. That doesn't sound so bad. Um, breaking Rams news, like le- legitimate. Uh the Rams have waived running back Daryl Henderson. So the Rams have had a ton of problems at running back all season long. And go ahead and cash your ticket wow. at the window if you thought that Cam Akers would still be here in Week 12 and Daryl Henderson would not be. Um, he's kind of fallen out of favor the last couple of weeks. They've used Akers a little more. Kyron Williams got a lot of run last week. He actually led the team in carries. Um Daryl Henderson is now available to whoever would want to claim him. The Rams have waived Daryl Henderson. And also Justin Hollins, outside linebacker. Is that shocking at all? No. He he has he has not been uh, he hasn't been available a lot. He hasn't played particularly well along the way. So no, that's look, this is what happens when you're three and seven. Yep. This is what happens when a coach and an organization is going through a, a season that is a disaster that wasn't supposed to be. It's one thing if the Houston Texans aren't firing people left and right because they're they're a one-win team. They knew they're going to be a, a bad team. The Rams were supposed to win the division, compete in the playoffs. They're three and seven, and guys are getting taken out. So the Broncos just waived Melvin Gordon. Is that someone the Rams should be interested in? I mean, he his, has fumbleitis. Yeah, his issue. The dude can't hold on to the ball. Cannot hold on to the ball. Veteran running back. He's. Can't hold on to the ball. Mm-hmm. He's also probably, if you put Melvin Gordon on this team and assuming you could get that fumble thing under control to a point, he's probably the best running back on your team all of a sudden. And I, I thought that they made a mistake on letting Sony Michelle go last year. I thought he was a really good player for them. Yeah. Um, we'll still see what happens to Kyron Williams, but this is this is what happens when your team goes bad. And, Simple as that, yeah. right? Like just whatever was in the cards before, um, you're 3-7. and seven. You got KC coming up in Kansas City. Okay, and you still took the Rams with the points. I this is me purely speculating. I yeah. just kind of put one plus one plus one here together. Tell me, the Todd Gurley era in L.A. ended very badly, very quickly, very badly. The Cam Akers um, situation was bizarre to the very point weird. where they sent him home for a, a few weeks along the way. Daryl Henderson cut today. What's going on? That that that's one position group where you're having a lot of conflict. That's uh, is that the nature of the position? Is it the coaching? Though the, the uh, that, is that not weird? Am I am I making something out of nothing here, Al? Could it be 
Um, I don't. I don't know how this works. Is Daryl Henderson one of those players that hey, it ain't gonna happen here? If I move on and I could go sign with a team that's maybe more has more opportunity, could it be something like that? He's been an interesting one because he's chance to win somewhere else. He's he hasn't been healthy enough to play a lot. The, his inability to get on the field is more his inability to stay healthy than it is his performance. Is his knee? Yeah, when, mm-hmm. when he plays, he's okay. He's mm-hmm. not great. He's just okay. But this does not feel like, hey, I didn't get my fair share. I need to go somewhere else. Let's do a little super crosstalk. Perfect timing. Ramon is just walking in right now. John is in Phoenix getting ready for the Lakers and the Suns tonight. John DeGiro is talking about Daryl Henderson right there that Trav I I don't they know they still need someone to run the ball don't they I think that you're going to see Kyron Williams get a lot of touches that Sean McVay was very high on him in camp he was very high on him coming into the season he got hurt in the opening game of the season and two weeks ago he finally got on the field for the first time they didn't use him very much against Arizona he led the team in carries last week against New Orleans I think they're just going to see what they got in him and then Akers can be the second guy that didn't need a third one that would be my guess all right, so Sony Michelle led him in rushing last year, and they released him. They tried to get rid of Cam Akers a month ago. Um, now they get rid of Daryl Henderson. What the heck? I mean, like, go back further, John. The Todd Gurley era ended oddly and abruptly. I mean, they really do think running back is a completely disposable position. I mean, it's obvious. They, it, it's like right now they have Kyron Williams. And Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? Uh, Malcolm Brown, I believe, is still on the roster, too. They picked him up halfway through the season. He, he really hasn't played a bunch. They had Ronnie Rivers. I think he's still there, too. So they've got some other guys, but it, you're, you're right. It's w- Williams and Akers are the two guys that are going to touch the ball. Yeah, that's very weird. Yeah, Jordan I, I, Rodrigue put out there, um, including prior to start of the season, that Rams hope for Kyrene Williams when drafting him would be at some point, he'd some point take over Henderson's role. So. You're right. This stage of the season, try him. Well, see what yeah. you got and out of by him. By the way, he looked That's pretty good what in you the do limited time at this stage. It's rough being a running back in the NFL. It's well, like especially be- if you play for the Rams. God, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, what's what's a rougher job? A running back in the NFL or a center in the NBA? Are they well, they're both They're both positions that are not being paid anymore. Right, at this stage. Paid and also, like, just you feel pretty disposable. Like, you, just, like you have a couple of couple of good runs, a couple of good games, and they just find somebody else who can do it for cheaper. Well, you know, when we were just... when we were kids, right, the running back was kind of the marquee position yeah. in the league. You had all of these different guys. And right now, if you're talking star running backs, you know, there's Derrick Henry, there's McCaffrey, and Saquon. Is that it? Is that the list? But the Derrick guy... Henry, McCaffrey, Saquon. The guy in Indiana, Jonathan Taylor. Maybe. He's been kind of but a he, bust yeah. this year. Yeah, but he, he hasn't been healthy. That This is a great – question yeah. i i there aren't a lot of other running backs that i would ezekiel elliott does he count yeah. he gets paid like one yeah but... he gets paid like it no pod rather have pollard than elliott pollard's a better player what about dalvin cook dalvin cook kind of yeah. Dal- joe mixon yeah dalvin dalvin cook i would take but joe th- mixon's having a big year but he's got baggage but those guys aren't on that level of no. those first three guys like mccaffrey saquon and henry are kind of tier one and i don't even know if Austin there is a Eckler? tier two he gets a lot of touchdowns, but he, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, all he does is score touchdowns. I mean, right? just in terms of like, kind of shows that the how, value who, who has gone they, down. Yeah, the value has gone. Mm-hmm. It's not just like we all know this because of fantasy, right? But in the NFL, if you want to get paid in the NFA, it's really hard to 
justify paying a running back that much money. Well, when... they go bad like milk too. That yeah. once it's bad, it's it. There's yeah. no, there's no turning it around. You guys with the NBA, let's go to there for a second. And just obviously, the Rams are having an incredibly disappointing season at three and seven. They're not going to the playoffs. Yeah. Does the we're going to cut some guys wake everybody else up in the in the organization? Is that as much as anything else? This hey, we have seven games to go, and everybody needs to plug in, or we're sending you home. I think you it just... It would for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, look, I, the way I always approached it when I was on a bad team, like, and I, was, we were not, I wasn't on very many bad teams, but they, we, had, we had years where we were like 500-ish. We were still trying to get into the playoffs. You just don't worry about the big picture. You just worry about what's in front of you, that game, that practice, trying to get this guy better, this position group better. Um, keep, you keep your focus small. So this idea of having a oh let's let's try to go seven and zero and get in the playoffs that that's not helppful. Just got to win tomorrow. There goes Jalen Ramsey's theory. Uh, what was that? His <laughs> quote before this last game. Yeah, like, we just got to win the rest of the games. You yeah. mentioned that. You know, don't anyways, don't don't over. think big like that. You just got to think about building a little bit. I mean, the the team that I think in recent my recent memory that has done that the best. Do you remember when Don Mattingly had the Dodgers? And they had this great second half. It was like one of the last McCourt years. And they just had a great second half, and they really built off that year the following the following season. Um, you can you can do that in sports. One year can lead to the next, whether it results in a playoff or not. Like The Rams are losing this year because they got decimated on the line. They don't have a lot of depth. They haven't gotten a lot out of the running back position. Stafford's been hurt. But everything around them, depth-wise, can be fortified right now. You can find guys now. Who can contribute in the future? I mean, that, that's that's what well, you it's a valuation on. period right yeah. now, right? And, and John, being around the NBA as long as you have, when something like that happens, and, and look, I, I think this is kind of unexpected. Maybe guys inside the locker yeah. room, maybe out a little, but uh, does everybody else stand up a little straighter at that moment? Does it? Does the vibe in the room change? Sure. Why wouldn't it? I mean, if they're going to cut you, I mean, there's a bunch of guys on the Lakers who, other than Anthony Davis and LeBron who you could just say are disposable, right? Mm -hmm. Lonnie Walker probably isn't. He's been really good. But, yeah, I would think that something like cutting so, uh, Daryl Henderson, if, if the Lakers were to cut a guy, that, that everybody else would wake up. We were um, we were talking about SC, final two games coming up. and Berg had a, had a concept on this. I think Trav and I felt a little bit different. John, let, let's, let's say that they beat Notre Dame this Saturday. But then they lost to Oregon in the Pac-12 championship, and Trav, wait, with two losses, you lost you lost to Oregon, so you're not going to be in the you're not in the Rose Bowl with two losses, right? Um, John, we were talking about this. If they got to the Rose Bowl, let's say they don't get to the college football championship, but they just make it to the Rose Bowl, knowing that you just got to win these two games to potentially. I mean, there's a good chance again the college football championship if they win these last I think two. They win them and they're in. John, do you, do you, is it a is it a how do you look at the season? Do SC fans look at it as, uh, you know what, we had a chance to get to the college football championship, but we only made it to the Rose Bowl? Or do you think it's tremendously successful in, in uh, Lincoln Riley's first year? I have a lot of friends who are USC fans, and they are elated with Lincoln Riley. I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you a story about that, too. When Mike Bone and Carol Holt refused to fire Clay Helton, every one of my friends were calling for their heads, saying, look, they don't understand USC. They don't get it. They don't understand that the football program is the front porch to the university. It's the biggest piece of advertising that the school has. 
They're not taking it seriously. They let Clay Helton have a four and eight team or whatever that was. And Mike Bone and Carol Fult were dead to the USC alums. They 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 thought they were two incompetent idiots. Mm. The minute they hired Lincoln Riley, the second it happened, everything changed. I haven't heard one criticism of Carol. F- I haven't heard the name Mike Bone or Carol <laughs> right. Fult in a year. I think that Lincoln Riley winning 10 games in his first season, to answer your question, Slee, is a monstrous success, even if they lose these last two games. I think Lincoln Riley's a made man. You don't think that there's this that the inevitable letdown because you got that close to it? I understand. It, that the beginning of the season, you said, hey, listen, you're going to lose three games. You're going to have a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. Of course, you sign up for it. But when you are two games away from being in the Final Four and all of a sudden you're not, you're in the Holiday Bowl – that's kind of a cold bucket of water. It's interesting, though, because... Travis, do you know what Pete Carroll's record was his first year at USC? Six and five or five and six, something like that. Okay. Six and six. Yeah. But here's the thing. This system that they have built this year, this this run, this team, it's all done through the transfer portal. Yep. Well, that means you got to do it every single year. Hmm. Like, that's a that's a lot to put on a team, to, to have to find the top recruits or the top... Guys it's a in the lot transfer more like portal. a pro team. Yeah. It's a free agency pool. Yeah, it's a yeah. free agency pool every single year. That's a lot of work to do it. Some years you're going to nail it, some years you're not. I mean, it's, you know, Kentucky basketball is probably the right comp here. <laughs> every year it's about can they get the top five of the top 15 freshmen. Mm-hmm. And they have been winning with five freshmen or whatever it is. And then do they fit together? If they can get enough of the t- top freshmen, then they can go and then they can go and, and be a contender. But they're only going to be there for a year. Anytime they're really good, it's only going to be one year. you got to rebuild again every single year. We were um, – I'll take we, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll take it. It's, it's impressive. Listen, it's impressive. I, I don't think they drop – Notre Dame, we were talking about, they've won five in a row. One of their wins against Clemson, yep. who was four at the time. So it's not like Notre Dame's a walk in the park. And then if you get past Notre Dame, obviously uh, that's a good matchup against Oregon. Um we were, we were hitting on this a little bit. We were talking about Anthony Davis a little bit earlier today. I, I mentioned this. I mentioned it to Michael after they had won two in a row, which I know is nothing, but Anthony Davis had a couple good games. Now he's had three good games in a row. Ramona, you're, you're a perfect person to ask because I might just be too involved. John might be too involved. We're watching Lakers every single night. H- how are people looking at Anthony Davis right now based off of these last couple of games and at what point do you say wow no no that's the anthony davis from a couple years ago this is not anthony davis in a small sample size um i think that when you see anthony davis play the way he has you wonder why it doesn't happen all the time and that is some of it is on the system some of it's on him some of it's on the other players on the team feeding him the ball he plays like this when they feed him the ball when they when when it's very clear he's the man. There's no LeBron James out there. Russ has accepted his role. Yep. Schroeder's I think going to be a nice addition here uh, as things get going more and more. But Anthony Davis is like the clear superstar on the team right now. When LeBron's there, they had a nice two-man game working at one point in the 2020 season, but they haven't really recaptured that. Anthony Davis kind of loses himself sometimes when defers too much. Yeah, whether it's defers or LeBron not is not featuring him enough, or or Russ or the other guys are not getting him the ball enough. I think what you see right now is a clarity with the Lakers because he's their best option. He's the he's the guy. Got to go to AD. And really, the only option right now. Yeah, 
right? I mean, everything well, right every, now. Yeah, and LeBron, anybody else who rack. Mm-hmm, anybody else who gets any looks or anything else, it's yep. because you probably started with AD. Double and teams that, came in. That is that, that's the case around the league right now. So one of the conversations I have a lot is when the Sixers have James Harden and Joel Embiid. Um, how do they play together? How do you get those two two uh, superstars to f- meld their games and enhance one another rather than trade off? It was the same when Kevin Durant played in Golden State with Steph Curry. The first month and a half, Steph was too deferential. He was like trying to give the ball mm. to KD, like get him going. Thanks for you know, and because of it, Steph's game took a back seat. Well, at one point, Steve Kerr had Steph Curry and Kevin Durant come over to his house and they just talked it out. Mm. They were like, here's how we got to do this, guys. And they just worked it out amongst themselves. But did Steve Kerr take the reins on that? Steve Kerr invited both of them over. Yeah. And they had a big, like, t- I think it was a two or three hour conversation. Yeah. Here's how we're going to do this. You need, you and, almost need that moderator in yeah. there to do that, right? Because if it's the two guys. Well, and it also depends on why they're not playing well together. Mm. So Steph and KD were both being deferential to the other one. Kevin was trying to be deferential, like I'm the new guy here. Yep. Steph was being deferential, like Almost I'm the old guy here, too sure. respectful. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I promised you we were going to feature you and blah, 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 blah. And so that's what needs to happen again, probably between LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And it's not it's not pointing fingers at either one of them. Like It's not either well, of their faults, but they got to get somehow to say, this is how we're going to play. Then once you have a clarity of purpose and a clarity of and a plan – then you tell everybody else, and whoever doesn't follow sits on the bench. But this and this would be the difference this time around. Now you're probably at a point where you can have that conversation. You're hoping for it, right? Every Laker fan's hoping yeah. for it. AD, you're the best player on the floor every time you walk out there. And where before it used to be Bron, it's LeBron James. Yeah, you're probably at a stage when he's 20th season in the NBA. He's already missed what six of the six first of the 16, 16 games, something along those lines. Yep. But I think I think every Laker fan and the organization has been waiting for AD. You're going to take over at some point. Everybody's been waiting for that, and I don't. You can't say he's taking over after three games. Yeah. But damn, would it would change the dynamic if he is that guy again? Yeah. The, Grab the torch, run with it. Take it and don't give it back. Yeah. And then let's see what happens after that. John, I got a quick one for you before I duck out of here, real quick. Um, yeah. This goes back to the eliminator pool, real quickly. So all three of us are still alive going to next week. Okay. okay. Do you know who and these are the other two guys in and they're they're it's B Gersh three and Hertz So Good three. Do you know who either one of those two guys are? I do not. Okay. Because I I, I want to get to those guys. I want to figure well, out. Just send an email to Ken, the guy who runs the pool, and, and say, hey, I'd, I'd like to send an email to these guys. I'm sure I, I think he would let you. I, I, I really want to hack this thing. He's still well, you still got a good one coming up. Trav, who is your pick for this week? Miami over Houston. He's good. At home in Miami. Correct. So you yeah, still have that the Dolphins. Pig. That's awesome. I still have the Dolphins. Ride it out. I still have Do Tennessee. Do you know their wow. picks? Or no? I, I'd have to go through it and figure it out. Who I they have left. I don't know the top of my head. I'm impressed you're so loved. I am always out. Um, when I do Survivor Pools, I'm out in the first like, five weeks. I've gotten so lucky. So early in the five weeks, I had Denver and New Orleans and the oh. Rams. Okay, wow. I, I got all three of those guys. We all thought early. they would be good. We all thought they'd be good, That's but like I actually four wins got combined, almost right. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I still got Tennessee left. I've still got Minnesota left. So those are teams with good records. But 
I just feel like the the luck is going to run out. I I know John that you went for it with the Jets that one time, but yeah, I was down I, to the final two, and I the Rams know. were an eighteen point favorite. I'm with you, Trav. I think you're playing it right. Yeah, I think that that you get you chop it as soon as they let you chop it. I'm but good. send a note to Ken and see if he'll give you the emails. The other two people hook, hook me up, Ken. Mason and I look coming up next. We'll see you. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.